Hey guys, my name is Ashley, writer and producer, and I'm beautiful. Aww, you are beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Hey guys, my name is Kelly. I am a writer, a self-proclaimed book nerd, and I'm happy. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> hey y'all, and welcome back to the Books We Should Have Read podcast, where we explore literature by Black and marginalized authors. This pod is an extension to the BWSR community, and you can find our complete book list for this season at booksweshouldhaveread.com. Tune in each episode as we discuss what we liked and disliked about these reads and whether or not they're worth your time. This week, we read The Holly Dates by Brittany C. Cherry. Shout out, Brittany. Bam, bam, bam. Finger gun. <laughs> um, and it, it's a, oh, okay, we in our we in our romance bag. We're yeah. in our romance yeah. bag right now. But y'all, can you blame us? Like, we honestly, let's start, like, let's start the year with love. Look, and it's almost February too, Kelly. Ooh. And I love February because it's not only Black History Month, but it's seriously the month of love. Like, I just love love. Okay, wait a second. <laughs> I don't know why this is surprising me about you. Yeah. Be, I don't know why. This, okay. I think it's throwing me <laughs> off because you are so, like, everything's cringe. I don't hold hands. But then it's like. Everything is but cringe, like, but February but you, comes but around. But you are a stand for the like consumer mm -hmm. like after christmas mm -hmm. is like the most consumerist like holiday yeah me and my sister go all out for valentine's day like we get heart balloons in the house like red and pink heart balloons and we get heart pizzas and we make chocolate treats and i'm and we ro watch romantic comedies and stuff this is like honest, every no, I, I love this <laughs> i love this but i can't believe these words are coming out of your mouth like yeah i didn't know about mm -hmm. you. I love that. But the thing is, is I've never loved Valentine's Day because of romantic Me love, either. I guess. I love it for all the other, like, just the self-love and front, like, me and my friends, like, I would go, like, I would do, like, Valentine's Day lunches, Galentine's Day lunches with my friends. I love Galentine's Day. I love Valentine's yeah. Day. So let me, let me back up because I did say we watch romantic comedies and shit like that. Yes, but I love spending Valentine's Day with my sister. Oh, That's, like, a tradition. Like, I don't think I've ever spent a Valentine's Day with a partner that I enjoyed. Mm. I've always had more fun with my sister. So that's our tradition. But anyway, it's coming up, girl. So I'm so happy that we were able to tap into yeah. this. <gasps> and she calls it a, a holiday romantic comedy, rightfully so. It, it's it's so cute. You guys, this book is so, so cute. Like, so, Ashley, do you want to do you want to start the character list or how do you want to go about it? Oh, we didn't summarize the book. <laughs> <laughs> Summarize that book oh, yeah, for us. I, <laughs> I, oh, girl, you know I'd be struggling, but I knew you were going to. I was like, watch Kelly ask me to summarize the book this week. So I have to have something in my head. So <laughs> the Holly Dates is centered around a hopeless romantic romance author named Holly Jackson and a grumpy... What does she say on the back of the book? She calls him a grumpy restaurant owner. 
yes, named Kai Kane. Both of them have been jaded in love, but they approach their futures differently. So um, Holly is the hopeless romantic. So she is like, if bitch, I want a fairy tale was a person. And, and Kai is the exact opposite. When he was scorned by love, like that ruined his outlook on it altogether. And so they meet and they enter, I believe you called it one of your favorite tropes was like a forced, forced uh, proximity. or fake relationship. It's forced proximity <laughs> with yes. like a dash of fake relationship. And yes. I love it because she calls, Holly calls their first meeting a meet ugly. A meet ugly. Instead of a meet cute. <laughs> instead of a meet cute. And Kai ends up being her um, wingman her wingman to help Holly find her next match. I love that. Um, yeah. I really think too, yeah. like as like, if you're a, a woman dating men, you really do need a cisgender males perspective. Girl, because the shit he was putting her on. Let me like, tell what? you, like I cannot tell, I'll never forget years ago, I was crying over this dude. Embarrassing. So embarrassing. My brother, my brother, (laughs) dead ass, came into my room and was like, are you fucking serious, Kelly? You sitting here crying. You know what he doing? He out right now finding new bitches to fuck. That's exactly what what my brother said to me. He's like, you sitting here crying. I promise you he is out like doing whatever he's like why are you crying over a dude he's like you're a girl you can go out right now and get like 30 new dudes if you wanted to (laughs) like he just like I mean it was really the slap across the face that I needed because like my the one thing like I love about having a brother is he always kept it real like he was like hell I promise you dudes do not care about that like he would just like be like (laughs) Yo, this is really what girls be thinking? Because, like, I promise you, we don't care about... It's a, it puts things in perspective. So I loved that, like, Kai was helping her with, like, so many parts about dating because he was like, listen, yeah. you scaring off the dudes. <laughs> I have I have, I have, have something to confess to you, but I won't confess it until after the character list. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So should we go into the character list? Yes, so Ashley, let's please go into the character list. <laughs> okay. You want me to kick it off? Uh, Sure. Yes. So we have Holly Jackson, who is a mid-20s um, romantic, uh, what is she, a romance author um, who has just Ooh. been scorned by love in the deepest way, like literally page one. We open up with how Holly got her heart broken. Um, But she doesn't let that stop her. And she approaches the dating scene post that scenario in a very desperate way. I mean, yes. (laughs) And so that's what I would say about Holly. I loved her. She was a queen. I love it. Okay, so next we have Kai Kane, and I have a hot grump who gives Holly the nickname Olive Oil because she's clumsy, (laughs) and he owns this restaurant called Mana, and he is just—oh, he's, like, my favorite romance book character because he's hot, he's grumpy, he's, like, a curmudgeon, but he's, like— 
But underneath, he's like marshmallow soft because he loves his little brother. He's passionate about his work. And he's actually a really caring person. Like, he mm-hmm. really cares about people. And, like, when you get his backstory and you find out why, like, what happened with him and why he's scoring with love. Because mm. I was reading that yeah. and I was like. I was ready to fight at that point because now we got to fight. Square up. And now we got to fight. Square up. Period. Um Yes. Okay. Um, I have next, I have Mono Kane, who um, who is Kai's little brother. And Kai's restaurant, Mono's, is named after him. And he's 16 years old and he lives with his brother. He's currently in high school. He's on the football team. And he is like the Gen C, the Gen Z therapist that Kai needs. Because he is, mm. you know, he's so... He's just a perfect example of like Gen Z right now. Like he's so in touch with his emotions, his feelings. And he really was, I I really think that he's such a great um, example. And I think Brittany did a phenomenal job with this. He's a great example of how you can make your side characters so like, so full strong, and so strong, vibrant, vibrant. Like yeah. he's more than just a side character. Like she gave him so much depth and background and yeah. he, he, it, it just was like super phenomenal. Um, who do you have next? I'm interested. To know. Um, well, I, I have two people next that I have an ampersand sign in between, but I think I'm going to skip them because if I mention them, that will give away too much of the plot. So I'm going to move on to Alec Jackson. Okay. Yep. Um, Alec Jackson is Holly's younger, more successful brother. And like Holly's successful in her own right, but her brother is like a freaking genius. And um, Holly has a very um, interesting relationship with her brother too. Like they bicker all the time. Um, It's honestly, so I'll say it for you because you don't have brothers. It's a typical (laughs) brother and sister relationship. (laughs) Like that- Really? Like that, there's a scene in the book where- Holly, like they hug and it's like so awkward for both of them. And I was yeah. like, no, d- dead ass. That's how it is. Like I, I probably, I haven't hugged my brother in years. And I feel like the last time we hugged, it was like, Oh, oh, like, Oh, are we hugging? Okay. Like it was just, like so awkward. It's like, it's like brother and sister relationships are usually like, and I can only speak from like my experience, but like for me, it's like, we fight all the time. We bicker. We talk shit on each other. But then it's like, but don't nobody else talk shit about them. Period. Because I will knock yeah. your head off. But yeah. Um, but their relationship was like, I was like, oh, this is me and my brother. <laughs> yeah. Um. I get, and I guess if I, hindsight is twenty twenty, I feel like I should have said the Jackson family and just introduced Alec, Lisa, and Phil all together. I didn't even because... know the parents' names until you just brought them up. I just oh, forgot. The, okay. I forgot the parents' names, and I didn't even have. Well, those are. I didn't even have. I love the Jackson family because Lisa and Phil are bomb ass parents and they're super romantic. So yes. they definitely made Holly and Alec believe that fairy tales could come true. And both of them approach their dating life like that. That's the only reason why I really brought and, up and Alec. It, no, and it's good too, because like they are truly the blueprint for what Holly is looking for. Mm-hmm. And, and Alec. And, yeah. And mm-hmm. Alec, true that. 
And then I okay. have Matthew. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So Matthew is a guy that Holly starts dating. And for me, Ash, I don't know. I saw the red flags early. I saw the red flags early too, girl. Um, and it's the fact. So Kane, um, Kane, Kai actually gave him, gave um, Holly the green light on Matthew in the very beginning yeah. when they started dating because he presented himself to be very well. But I was like, there's something, something ain't too clean right here. Because you can see why on the first date, Kai would be like, yo, he, he, I first date. But then as you got to know him, it was like, mm. Mm, something's not it. And it was not and it, 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 girl. It, 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 something's not in it. It wasn't because Kai had a crush on our girl. Exactly. That's not it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we're done. This particular tune is not a new one. It was brought back and it's healthier and bigger than ever. <laughs> okay, are you ready for my confession? I'm ready for your confession. Okay. So you know how Kai was acting as Holly's dating coach? Yes. I talked to a dating coach this past weekend. <laughs> you did? And it made me realize that I needed to get back into therapy. <laughs> <laughs> wait, I did not wait, I did not think that would be the next sentence that came out of your mouth after I talked to a dating coach. Okay. I have a question for you. You go ahead. All right. So you intentionally sought out this dating coach. So yes. And no. I was going to say, you know, a lot of people and you move in interesting circles. So I wouldn't put it past you to be somewhere and be and somebody being like, oh, this is a dating coach. And you'd be like, oh, my gosh. And you're so personable that you would like befriend a dating coach. Yeah. No, it was via TikTok. So I was on TikTok and um, I have followed the dating coach for a long time, okay. right, on TikTok. But they were doing a live, and I, like, got into the live. Mm-hmm. Now, let me backtrack a little bit. Okay. A couple of days before this, <clears throat> my colleague was like, oh, you should hit up our mutual friend, such and such, because he's a good matchmaker, And I was like, okay. So I sent such and such a text and I was like, hey, hook me up with somebody. I heard you're a matchmaker. And he hit me back and he said, cool, what's your criteria? I didn't know how to answer him. He's still on red to this day. So when I was in the live, the dating coach was talking and he was, and they specialize in helping um, people find men. And mm-hmm. he, uh, a lot of his clientele is uh, women, yeah. women seeking men. Okay. So um, I'm in his live and I'm like, oh, and I, and I comment and I say, a friend asked me what my criteria was in a man and I didn't even know what to say. And this dating coach looked me in my soul through the live <laughs> and said, and he said, oh, sweetie, that's a problem. And then he said, and that's not me coming from you, coming for you. That's me telling you that you need to like, like, that's one of the things that you need to know before you go out here in the world. And so that like interaction prompted me to go to their website and sign up for a free consultation. (laughs) 
<laughs> the next day we had a phone call that um, the next evening and it was a 30 minute phone call. And I'm like, and he made me realize some things about me. Wow. And I was just like, bitch, you need to go to therapy because there's a lot. <laughs> Like, I'm just, I just love because I'm just looking at your face and the realization you're like, yeah, therapy needs this. You are, look, he said, I'm going to tell y'all this one thing. I'm going to give you this one thing that he told me. Pretty much I'm so shut off Mm -hmm. from love and relationships. Mm -hmm. And he told me to think of, think of it as like me being a mansion. And instead of having like regular typical boundaries to keep my, my home and my possessions to protect my home and my assets. Mm -hmm. I have these huge ass walls that only the burglars, sociopaths and narcissists of the world would want to climb because they like a challenge. Oh shit. (laughs) Damn. I said, said, yep, that's me. I said, okay, bye. (laughs) Okay, thank you, bye. (laughs) Oh my God. So yeah, I'm gonna go back to therapy and I'm also going to sign up for his services too because it, it was just... Just hearing this stuff from a man made it made it hit differently. Dog, what did I tell you? And and he's a man who dates men. It's something. It's just something about. It doesn't even matter if they date men or women. It's just that male something about that male gene. It it resonates. Okay, so that was the dating coach. I told you a few episodes ago who told me, who told me, like he'd be talking to me. (laughs) (laughs) But that's how I feel on a TikTok. It It does on TikTok. He said, he said that black women are crazy loyal to black men and and we need to stop it. (laughs) Listen, hold on. I feel like I'm about to reveal some things about myself, but you know. I know. I be really on my, 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 like my, like friends. Cause there's people that, friends of mine that I just really be trying to let them see. Like, I'm like, bro, I need you to understand that this man, it's very rare that this man will ever be as loyal to you as you are to him. Mm. And my thing is, so I love that he asked you what you're looking for. Cause girl, I got my list though is so like, believe it or not, it's not look, I have like looks are not on my list. Yeah. Okay. My list is very like simple funny, like a sense of humor, I should say, sense of humor, kind, loyal, smart with their money. Mm. Because babe, let me tell you one thing. Mm-mm. Your girl credit score is great. Okay. Mm. You ain't coming up in my house. Which is messing up what I got going on, girl. Which your nonsense. Mm. Um, so I guess it would like, uh, so I guess I could say financial stability, but like in that sense, it's just like financially stable as in like, you're smart with your money. You are working because oh, girl, mm-hmm. we, <laughs> we got some, uh, like house hoppers out in these streets. Okay. Ooh. Stylish. <laughs> I, Absolutely. I, I, I like, need something nice to look at. I, like, and this is the thing again, looks still have not come up. I, cause yeah. like looks to me are like looks fade with time. 
Mm-hmm. They really do. And everything that glitters is not gold. Yeah. But that also, I feel like it that it that does bleed into attractiveness because it's attractive that you take take pride in your appearance. Listen, it's attractive that you love yourself enough. My thing to is try. too, because I don't like I, I'm and I have like also this thing is too, because men get caught up on this. I don't care how tall you are. Like yeah. I'm five feet. Everybody looks <laughs> tall to me. I think everybody is tall. Like I had a guy friend tell me, oh, well, you know, I'm short for a guy. And I'm like, are you? Because he's like, well, I'm I'm five nine. And I was like, they do see? consider that to be short for a man, but what? And it's it's crazy because I'm like, in my head, you're a giant because you're almost 10 inches taller than taller me. Than like you. Yeah. I, so like height is never a thing to me. But you know, things like a nice smile, you smell mm. good. I look at the gum line. I need to be able to tell that you floss your teeth. I'm sorry. Remember that? Remember that episode? A couple episodes ago, you talked about Girl, that horrible. I am traumatized. <laughs> Yo, I think about that sometimes and just randomly bust out laughing because it, that is like my, that is my horse. But yeah, like great hygiene. Like take mm, care of yourself. Yeah. Have pride in like taking care of yourself. And a lot of things mm-hmm. I used to do. All right. I, I mean, I'm gonna put it out here, whatever. Because, like, if my future man listen to this, you're like, you just going up. You invite me to your house, babe, the first thing I'm doing is looking in your closet. Period. I love looking in a man's closet. Oh, Let I'm looking at something. your baseboards. <laughs> 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 and, and, and the sides and behind your toilet. Ooh, I, I am lo- looking. I will, like, well, we, we'll talk about bathroom and kitchen later. But, like, I love yeah. looking in a guy's closet because, girl, you know what will like literally I think is so attractive. It's just a well-dressed man. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That is like crack cocaine in my veins. Like I just, oh, a well-dressed man will have me sprung. But anyway, I'm glad you went to, I'm glad you spoke to a dating coach. I am too. It was, you know, because I'd be like, man, fuck these niggas, right? (laughs) (laughs) Like deep down, it's just like, like I do want love and companionship and okay really quick and then we can move on so you were talking about the things that you look for in a man so yeah what are your things I was gonna ask you do you now have a list I'm working on the list I will not share it yet because according to the dating coach it's a work in progress (laughs) (laughs) but I will tell you this so a few years ago I was following this girl on Instagram and she was talking about like she's all about like self-improvement and shit like that Mm -hmm. and she said that how she got her shit together was she got a picture of her celebrity crush who she would never name to anybody and she put it on her vision board and she thought about like the type of woman like she created the archetype in her head right because she doesn't know this this person but she thought about the type of woman that would be deserving or like of a man like that Mm. and that's how she got her shit together Mm. I have something similar where I have a crush on a person. I will never tell y'all who this person is. Are they famous? And is it a, or is it a regular person? I will never tell you who this person is. <laughs> I was literally about to say who my crush is. I don't even care, but I won't I know. know. We keep it but secret, I, so I won't tell who mine is. But I literally think about the type of person that would be would be deserving of a person like that. And like... I have like built this archetype in my head, but I saw a video of this person speaking recently and it looked like they didn't take too good of care to their teeth in this video. And it's completely just like, 
<laughs> Yo, okay. I do not feel the same about that. Because this is what I was going to say. So I, I was waiting for you to finish because, so my thing with that is I see where this girl's coming from, but I don't, the way I look at it and the way my mind works is I'm not building myself up for this certain person. Mm. I'm building myself up for what I deserve and who yeah. I deserve. So I wouldn't necessarily put um, like my crush on the vision board. I would put who does Kelly think she deserves? Mm. What type of person do, do I think I deserve? And I would list the things and it's like build your own boyfriend. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I I still have this person on my vision board, but it's in the love and relationship section of it. And there's mm. pictures of all different types of couples. So it's, yeah, exactly. So it's not so necessarily it's the physical, it's about, like more the personality. More of the personality and what I envision that person to, to bring to the table because I don't know them. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And so like, that's how I look at it. Like, I got you. The type of love that I want in my life. Mm -hmm. Maybe I should talk to a dating coach. <laughs> I think, girl, so uh, I was afraid I was putting the cart be before the horse with that because it really made me see that I had a lot of like healing and unpacking to do. But that's good though, like, because, you know, you do need to work on self. And what were we just saying before we started the episode? Um, we were saying light attracts light. Mm. Like you, you need to attract what it is that you want to receive. And how can you attract that if you haven't first worked on yourself for the things that you need? So I think that. Yeah. That's, I think and he said he that. told me that um, my list, which is why I can't tell you what that list is. Mm -hmm. He said my list felt very anti my old experiences instead of. um do you, you get what I mean? Yes. Like, it was like very everything anti. you've experienced in the past, you're like completely avoiding. Opposite. You're like, no. mm -hmm. Yeah. And he was just like, girl, we got to take a back. So he was like, you started off good. Okay. But then you lost me. And here's gotcha. why. He's good. I'm going to give you his information. Because yeah. you know I will follow him tonight. And, it, and it's, a, it's a free 30-minute consultation. His pr pricing my mom thought it was crazy, but I was expecting like millionaire matchmaker type of dollars. This one is very like affordable, but you know, I have other things. I want to pay off my car and stuff <laughs> by yeah, the summer. No. So. Got you. so I have other things I have to take care of financially, but I'll give you this information. For sure. See, I love stuff like this. And, and this like leads into like back to the story with Holly because Holly needed a dating coach. Girl. Her, Miss Ma'am, Miss Ma'am. Her Tinder profile was looking crazy before Kane took it over. Not even the Tinder. Like it was like seeing her experiences with these people in person and how Kane described them, it like reeked of desperation. What about the scene where she's going on the date? I was so proud of her, but when she meets the guy and he goes, Oh, you're wider in person. Bitch, I would have said you can go. I love that she Please turned. Leave. I love that she said, she she said, excuse me, and he said it again, and she was like, mm. she turned around and got right back in the taxi. Cause how fucking dare you, I, bitch, Ooh, child? That be me. Him a blood I pro boiling. I probably would have hit him. I pro and I'm God is working on me. But I probably would have hit him. It would have been a bad situation. And see, that's another that's another thing <laughs> that I got to work on. <laughs> the violence. I got a short fuse. The violence. I a, yeah, I have a very short fuse when it comes to like She is a cancer, y'all. Remember that. She is a cancer, y'all. They crazy. Cancer. We'll punch you. C for crazy. 
exactly. <laughs> you know, I just like love how everybody's just like cancers are just so sensitive and this and they're crazy. Yeah, I'm and like textbook cancers for me to hold all my emotions in and then spaz the fuck out at the most inopportune trying to sell moment. you. It's it. Yeah. What was your favorite part of the book? Ooh, um. Gosh, I don't know. The feelings. You put me on the spot. I don't know. What was yours? You go first. Okay. There's like this scene. It's in chapter 11. On the, um, on the Kindle book, it's page 89. But Holly and Kai are having this moment. And I had to take a quote. Because he's realizing, like he's already started to realize that like, Yo, this chick is so funny. She's this thing I love about Holly too. She's like beautiful, but she's weird. Mm -hmm. She's Mm -hmm. funny. She's Mm -hmm. quirky. Like she's like, like all these things and she's unapologetically herself, which I love. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's this scene and Kai says, don't do that, Holly. And she says, do what? And he says, Mm. reads part. He said, read parts of my book that I don't share with people. Oh, those hard chapters. And she goes, it's a good book, Kai. I'd wish you let me read it all. Oh, oh and they talk about the hard chapters. And they talk the hard about the, chapters. And they yeah, talk that's about a good like one. the parts of themselves that like mm-hmm. they don't want to show others. And she, and that's when she kind of lets him know, like, because he thinks, like, at this point, he's thinking like her life has been all sunshine and butterflies, and she's always this positive person, not realizing that she had like months prior, because it's not even been a full year since her heartbreak. And he's not even realizing that she had like this terrible heartbreak and betrayal. And I just, oh my God, like Brittany's writing. Okay. Some of her writing, like the, the ooh, boy had me, yeah. had me kicking my feet. Like <laughs> I knew it. And as soon as I got to those parts, I was like, Kelly squealing too. <laughs> she was squealing. squealing too. You know, the only, the only thing, the only things that could hear me were dogs. That's how high my squeal was. <laughs> <laughs> My dog was looking at me like I was a psychopath because I was like, ah! <laughs> so cute. So I cute. Love stuff like that. I love just <sighs> when characters okay. have those conversations. Anyway, I, I think I finally landed on a part because I like I like so much, so many cute moments in this so book. But many. I think I think my favorite was the craft cocktail list. <gasps> I think my favorite was the craft cocktail list, bitch. I said, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. After that, I said, you know, add this to my list for what I look for in a man. Can you make drinks? Because it was perfect. Oh god, it was so. He was then, so intentional. So mm. intentional. And then the and then he makes. And I just thought it was so cute because this is how cute Holly is. She always wanted a bar where she could go through. She wanted her cheers, her, her version cheers. of cheers, where she could go to a bar. Everybody knew her name. And it's like her. She has her spot at the and she had her little corner seat. And the fact that he made this cocktail list that uh-huh. he was adamant about not making. And then my other favorite part was when he went and bought all her books to start reading them. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I was like, do I name this one or craft cocktail? Let me tell you. 
and then he was sneakily trying to read it but mono <laughs> caught on like it was like yo like i know you're not reading john grisham right now like i know you're reading like holly it looks a little thick, like, bro. he's like i know you're reading holly smutty books like, <laughs> he's like you can read your smut i'm not gonna judge you and it's like so cute and like oh mm-hmm. my god because again he's so intentional and again the little grumpy marshmallow yeah he really is a grumpy marshmallow yeah but that that, oh. that was definitely i think that was the part where i was just like okay sign me up for the dating ups. <laughs> not really <laughs> so cute i just was like this is like this is ugh. he kai kane clearly was written by a woman because yeah man, ugh. <laughs> particular tune is not a new one it was brought back and it's healthier and bigger than ever i i loved this book mm-hmm. until the halfway mark i was obsessed with this book until the halfway mark i have to give it a three star i felt like the first half of this book it was so easy to get through mm-hmm. and it was beautiful and bubbly and like thought out and intentional and then the second half of this book felt rushed as hell um and so I think for that, I have to give it a three. But even though it's a three, I still highly suggest that people check it out because it's such a cute fucking story. And like, the thing I can't. is, is, a three is good. A three is like, good. We're saying it like a three isn't good. A three is good. No, but I didn't want to give it a three. You I know, know what honestly, I mean? I didn't want to. Girl, why are we the same? Because <laughs> I felt the same way. I also mm. gave the book a three um, because it was the same exact thing. Like it was honestly before that twist and the ending that was like and I feel like because I I truly just believe Britney was probably just running out of time so she had to like wrap it up and you know it's a romance we wanted a happily ever after so we had to like you know it I do appreciate though I will say this I did appreciate that she tied up all the loose ends because one Mm. thing that gets me is when like you're still left like well wait what happened to this this situation Mm -hmm. this situation Mm -hmm. so I do appreciate that so I did give the book as well a three, um, but it's still a fan. It's a fantastic read. Yeah, I think it, so. Quick. It's a, it's a quick read and it's a feel good read. Mm-hmm. Like it's a feel good. And like, yeah, three is good. Cause girl, yeah. I was reading some romances what, last week. Ones. Girl, we had to, we had to nix a whole. Uh, girl, we had to, girl. we had to. Nick's a whole book. You wanna you wanna know you wanna talk about pissed? You spend your money, your hard-earned dollars on a book and can't get past page five. Upset. <laughs> oh okay. livid. Especially when it's a book that we were looking forward to. Yeah. Oh, that was hard. I spilled like listen, I spilled water on that book today, water in my plants, and I said, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> the least you could do is catch water. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not sore, even lying bitch. to you. I'm not even lying to you. That's exactly what I said to myself because I, I just get mad every time I see it. So, but yeah. no, a three, highly, highly recommend because the writing is phenomenal. But I'm like, you, like, I really couldn't, I like that, the twist, the twist really threw me. Like, that's really, that really got me. And I was like, I don't like this twist. I don't, it, it wasn't, okay. So the, the twist wasn't like, Yes, I agree with you, actually, with the twist. But what my issue was, like, it felt like the second half of the book was written by a totally different person. 
Oh. Mm. Like, I was just like, is this a, is, was this written by Britney? You know what it, too, because I'm I'm thinking like, because the first half is so poetic, yes. so romantic. And mm-hmm. the second half, but I, I do, I do put that up to like, I feel like it was, it was rushed. Like she maybe have been rushed. She had to meet a deadline, possibly. Mm-hmm. Like, I do think that, but it's phenomenal. It's like a great little quick romance read. Kai Kane has moved himself up. He's up there mm. on the book boyfriend list. And mm-hmm. I got to tell you, Ash, who I think will play him. Who will play him? Because Kai is from Hawaiian, the right? island of Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And do you know who Roman Reigns is? Roman Reigns? He's a no. wrestler. Okay. He is married to a beautiful black woman. We need like some Jeopardy music while I pull up Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Oh, girl. That's Kai Kane to me. Girl, he is fine as hell. Listen, that's Kai Kane. I was like, oh, that's Kai. Oh, girl. Married to the, a beautiful black woman. Oh, yeah. I think is that's he Kai. is he married to a black woman? In, in yeah, real- he's married to a black woman in real life. Shut the fuck up. Yes. Galena Becker. Beautiful black woman. So then who would play Holly? I could, I've been going back and forth. I could not think about who would play Holly. Did you have anybody? I didn't have anybody for either. I could not, because you know me, I love doing that. And I, I just was like, who would I picture for Holly? And I just could not picture anybody that so it would have to in my I see a curvy woman and I'm thinking the first thing that pops in my head is Takara from uh America's Next Top Model but back in the day Takara beautiful her face is insane and her body was banging right and her body was banging too and they really try to make our girl feel like she was fat she was like a size 12 (laughs) yo wait i just saw so this tiktoker i follow she's so so funny she was talking about how remember back in those days like the takaras the um that other um quote-unquote plus size model ashley graham oh ashley graham remember they were trying to make us believe that these women were like huge and it's like they were all like size 12s or tens. Or I feel tens. Like, like or tens. They, they yeah. were not. And it's so she bought that up. And it's like, yo, the media to women was, I mean, the media fucking is still horrible, terrible. terrible. But like back then. Gen Z fucking counter fucking lucky stars. Ooh, Do you Takara, hear me? Yes. Like, I, I'm looking at her face. Takara y'all are growing so up with so much um, representation, size, diversity and all that shit. Mm-hmm. We didn't have that. We didn't have that. <laughs> we really, I mean, it's crazy. Like, Takara, yeah, her face card does not decline. Yeah. You're right. Because it a curvy, a curvy, beautiful woman. Oof. I just loved, I really did. And this is the other thing, because I just liked Holly as a character. Like, I rooted for her. Like, I wanted only good things for her. And she was just such a great character. Um and Brittany wrote her so well. So yeah, three stars. Highly recommend. Oh yeah, I'm looking at look at this picture. Takara. Yeah, that's the one I looked at. That's the one I She's looked at. Fucking stunning. Stunning. Look at those cheekbones. I just don't know. Even, baby girl, she was stacked and gorgeous in the face. Girl, stop talking to me. Stop <sighs> talking to me. 
try to make Please. our girl feel like she was fat. But anyway, yes, three stars. Highly recommend you guys check out The Holly Dates by Brittany Cherry. Um, support a black woman. Support a black woman to affinity to infinity. Yes. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, get your 10 pages in a day. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Don't forget to like, review, and subscribe to the Books We Should Have Read podcast. And don't forget to leave suggestions for books you would like for us to check out in future collections. This podcast is a Books We Should Have Read production with sound engineering and editing by About Right Media. The dope-ass track you hear in the intro and outro is called Lavender Mint and is produced by Time Makes Beats. And our transitional music is called It's a Vibe and is produced by Donovan Glover and Mefta. Their Instagram pages are linked in the show notes. Follow Books We Should Have Read on Instagram at Books We Should Have Read to stay up to date with BWSR happenings. Follow Ashley at Bashweiser and Kelly B at Kelly Likes to Read on Instagram. If you liked what you heard and want to support this Black woman-owned and operated movement financially, there is an anchor link in the show notes where you can do just that. Any and everything is welcomed and appreciated. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, bye y'all.